Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps at the National Day of Prayer and Repentance called The Return in Washington, D.C. My dear friend, a mentor of mine who uh, has been a respected advisor of my ministry since I knew him over a decade ago, Dr. Rick Scarborough is now uh, tell me your title again with the Jonathan Project. I'm the National Pastor Advisor for the Jonathan Project. So you advise pastors or you are one? I am one and I, I've reached the age in life where they think I might have some advice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What does the Jonathan Project do? It's a strictly a, a nonpartisan voter registration operation. We strive to register as many Christians as we can to vote their values on election day. Now, how does that work? You have a you have a strategy for getting unregistered Christians or non-voting Christians. Well, you know, we we register any Christian that that we happen to uh, encounter through the method of geofencing. Uh, it's a that's a technical term that's used in the computer world, uh, much uh, of which I don't fully understand. But we throw a geofence around churches that cooperate with us. And we can ascertain by doing an historical geofence who in that church has been attending over time who is not registered. And then we direct all of our attention on getting those unregistered Christians registered because statistics bear out that a newly registered uh, voter, whether Christian or non-Christian, is much more likely to vote than someone who's been registered for years. And so by registering new voters, we can make a dramatic difference on elections which is what we're all about. Our desire is to, is to impact our country for the glory of God, to advance the kingdom. And while we're nonpartisan, our prayer by the selection of churches that we uh, throw geofences around is that we'll impact uh, voters who love God and have values that we believe reflect that love. And consequently, with a little bit of uh, information in their hands, we'll vote for candidates who reflect those values. Now, I heard, this is a few years ago, and I may get it wrong, but there was a shocking study that less than half of church voters, church attenders, actually vote. Well, it's much worse than that. I, that would be a, a great improvement. Only about half of those who attend church chaps are registered. And of those who are registered in a presidential election, right at half of those, which means 75% of those who could vote aren't voting. Uh, a lot of them because they're not even registered. But when you get in an off-year election, uh, like two years from now, when there's not a presidential race driving uh, the media, it drops down to 8, 10, 12 percent. Oh I've often said, and I've devoted my entire adult life in trying to teach pastors and churches what a difference they could make if they just voted. Uh, I will be addressing the, the return tonight, and one of my main focuses in the brief time I have is Isaiah chapter 3, where it talks about apathy. It talks about, first of all, uh, babes ruling over men, and by that, what the author was telling us is people with no core values, but on the other side of that is those who have the values, who could make a difference, don't participate. Uh, they basically take the position, it won't matter, it won't count, who cares? And that's what's killing freedom in America. We're going to lose our freedoms. We don't change that attitude among Christians. So that apathy could have grave consequences on uh, the upcoming election. I'm not talking about Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Even the undercard races where congressmen are up or, or local county commissioners are up. We need Christians to run for office. You have a history of mobilizing new candidates as well. That's correct. And, and what I would say to your audience who love you 
uh, what a difference you made in Colorado when you were in the office. And the only reason you're not in office is because not enough Christians are voting. So the only way to get the, the godly men and women who could shape this nation after the, the picture that our founders uh, set forth for us are people who share those values, and that's the Christians, those who watch your television program. So I would say to all of you, make sure you're registered. It is a sin for a Christian not to be registered and not to vote. You say, where's that verse? He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is a sin. That's right out of the Bible. If you know better and you know you should be voting, right. but you stay home and say, oh, I'm apathetic, that's for somebody else, that's a sin. You're gonna have to answer maybe someday to God. But we're here as a day of prayer and repentance. What is a, a humble act of repentance for a common Christian at home to do, in your opinion? Well, I would say engage. You know, prayer must be followed by works. Uh, the Bible says faith without works is a dead faith. And so what I believe is an, an outward demonstration of an inward repentance is that we make a change. So I'm going to be Johnny One Note today. If you haven't been voting, vote. Because this election, unlike any other, is going to impact our country for decades. For the, the next president is going to nominate, if it's not done before the election, the next Supreme Court justice. And even if that current uh, appointment is fulfilled by election day, uh, there will be other appointments at federal court levels up and down the line. The way the left has stolen our country from us has not been at the ballot box. I still think there's a moral majority, like yeah. Dr. Falwell used to often say, but the reality is the majority aren't participating. So um, I think participate. you're, you're onto that. Would you lead our audience in a word of prayer? I'd be glad to. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray your anointing upon each person that's watching and listening to this, to these few remarks. And Lord, I pray you'd move the church, those who love you, to get up and get busy by voting their values on election day. And I pray that in Jesus' name and for his sake, amen. amen. Is there a website for the Jonathan Project? How can people, what do you want people to do? Jonathanproject.org is our website. They'd like to get in touch with me about more information of how they can uh, access our, what we offer. They'll find there in the first place a plethora of, of information about what they should do and how to get educated to vote values. There's preaching materials and teaching materials. But if they want to know more, they can get in touch with me at rs at jonathanproject.org. rs for Rick Scarborough at jonathanproject.org. That's it, jonathanproject.org. Make sure you are registered to vote. This is a pastor, mentor, and a friend of mine for a long time, Dr. Rick Scarborough. Thank you, sir, for coming right. on the program. Thank you. Bless you. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate or contribute if you can. Click on the Recurring Monthly Pledge Sponsor button to help us bring you these important programs, TV news stories, and interviews. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.